uka uka chaka uka 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 chaka uka 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 chaka uka 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 I can't stop this feeling deep inside of me Girl, you just don't realize what you do to me When you hold me in your arms so tight You let me know everything's alright Boys, one more week. Here we go. We got a dynamic, action-packed episode. Three boys, hot on the bubble. Jack, as always, welcome back. Hello, Conrad. Very happy to be here on this fine winter Tuesday night. They're calling us the Bubble Boys, Jack. Um, I think I think we're firmly the Bubble Boys right now. We're all three of us. Oh, three of us. Who's the Who's this other Bubble Boy? Anthony Cameron. Welcome, welcome, Guppy welcome. himself. <laughs> uh, they call us Anthony Davis and Tyler Hero because we're living in that bubble right now. And we're thriving in that bubble, I think, guys. We're all coming off the win. Um, I don't think any of us are sleeping well right now. Um, but there are a few playoff spots left for grab. There's bye weeks left for grab. And there's a uh, spot in the toilet bowl left for grab. We got a lot to discuss today. Um, I guess first and foremost, though, uh, Cambo, um, just rewinding a bit, living a bit in the past, uh, I'm happy you're, uh, you're facing Jack coming off uh, just a few weeks removed from that 0.02 point loss to Jack. Yes. Yeah, I've had a couple of those this year, which have been very unfortunate. Um, I, I will say, I think... Sometimes it happens to you and you feel like, you know, the world's out to get you. But in reality, it's just it happens to everyone, I think. And um, and I appreciated how you how you how you took that, Cambo. The the uh, the graphic you designed, I thought, was uh, was a real <laughs> it was a real like conduct right there. I'm a big uh, I'm a big fan of always tweet the final score. And if you look at uh, Ohio State, they still have not tweeted the final score since they lost to Michigan. Did they That's, win that? Did they lose that game? Are they still accountable? Are they still You gotta hold yourself accountable. That's what <laughs> yeah. I'm a firm believer in. Yeah, just get the tweet off. What's the worst that's gonna happen? It's just a tweet. Um, well, we uh, Cambo, but you rebounded this week, and you've you've been on the rebound. Um, you you kind of were falling a bit after that loss. I think you lost. You dropped the next one too against Frankie in a somewhat surprising mm-hmm. Gabe Davis explosion um but you came back this week you went against the boat burners who um many have been saying for weeks are the worst team in the league uh (laughs) facing off against them what was that like you know i was i had a lot of i was very nervous heading into the week i was starting chicky oconquo uh charbonnet against dallas that was scary uh you know, can't start Lamar, you're starting Kyler Murray. There were a lot of question marks heading into the week. Had to flex Jaden Reed because I was in uh, bye week hell. But, you know, we got through it. We scored a good amount of points. At one point it, on Sunday, I thought there was a chance I was high score this week. That Not obviously didn't happen, <laughs> but that's fine. 
Um, yeah, no, you were you were rolling early, actually. Um, I, I do want to not to get dark here, quick, but I do want to talk about that Derrick Henry injury because he was he was swimming too. He was he was going for it, and you know, I never thought I'd see the day that a hit could take Derrick Henry out of a game, but he was like midair and just got like exploded. It's I don't know if you saw the hit. Um, I don't know if you could bear I, to see. That. I saw the hit. I mean, yeah, that's. That happens in football. Football's a violent sport, as they teach you when you first play, first start playing. Not that either of you guys would know, but... Uh, oh, really? I, played, I played in grade school. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I'll right. Know. I'll have you know uh, Did you playing. play, or did you just ride the pine and get your minimum 12 snaps per game, according to the parochial <laughs> league? I was chilling. I mean, know, in, Billy Moore was not happy with you, Jack. I have a in, feeling. In sixth really? grade, um, we got second place to Viz, actually, the Northland Warriors. Uh, and in eighth grade, we got second place to... Oh, wait. I feel like Viz beat us both times. I don't know. They, you they would got not have played game. Viz when you were at Nativity. Okay, so it was, it was sixth grade. I don't remember who beat us in... Ascension. It was like one of those... It was... Really? It was Ascension, yeah. Damn, bro had the receipts. Yeah, no, it was... Uh, that was a tough year. We would have won, but Michael Lillis held on a kickoff return touchdown. Yeah. Um, Frankie owns you. Just remember that. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Yeah, no. I, I, probably Eric Angersano's picks through the upright for the difference in that game. We lost by two. Um, never forget and never forgive. Uh, look, Cambo and Jack, uh, f- feel, free to, feel free to tune in in this regard. I think that it's safe to say, and you know, it was actually a really down game for uh, Amon Ra, only two receptions, but he did get the touchdown. Um, I think you're not the two scariest wide receivers. Uh, not to mention the fact that he got some solid depth behind them. Um, and I think CeeDee Lamb behind Tyreek Hill is the second best wide receiver right now in football, uh, or in, at least in fantasy football. Yeah, I, I, I agree with all of this. <laughs> nice very nice jack <laughs> yeah and i mean looking across the aisle over at the boat burners i don't want to focus on myself too much okay uh, take your flowers this 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 could be you know this this could be your your last one of the year job not finished job not finished <laughs> why should i be happy <laughs> very tough fair enough okay fine fine we'll move to the boat burners we'll keep this thing going um the goose egg from Hollywood Brown, uh, really the score's a little deceptive because Jordan Love and Pacheco both had incredible games. Um, he was, he had nothing going into Sunday. I mean, he literally had, his highest scoring player had 7.5 points headed into Sunday night. Um, he put up a somewhat respectable, but still awful 77 points. <laughs> um, but this was, it felt like it was over before Sunday even started. I mean, Tyler Lockett with seven points ended up being the like the highlight of Noswad's wide receiver room. I I don't know what to say. This is there was injuries, of course, but uh, this just seems like you you two boys were in were in different levels. <laughs> yeah, it it was a matter of game script if you think about it. I mean, if you look at if you would have told Noswad that the Seahawks Cowboys game was forty one thirty five. He would not think that Tyler Lockett walks out of that game with zero touchdowns in DK Metcalf feasts. He would not think that Charbonnet scores one. I just don't see that. And I think you 
look around at it. Marquise Brown, obviously, Hollywood obviously got injured, but then you're, you're starting guys like Ramondre. I don't know. I I think the Patriots are in Pat in uh, Chargers territory where I well for me Chargers territory because I don't touch Chargers. <laughs> I know other people do, but Justin Herbert's like can... QB three on the year. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't touch Chargers. We'll get the Herbert in the Chargers. <laughs> but can you start a single Patriot at this point in the year? Ramondre, if you're bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's brutal, Jack. Powerhouse, <laughs> huh? You could. I. I mean. I mean. That's a fair point, Cambo. I guess the the defense is probably their biggest fantasy asset. They have a decent defense. Um. But no, I'm, maybe Demaro Douglas. He's kind of him. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No, who's throwing him the ball? Which version of Bailey Zappi is going to be throwing him the ball? Where then they sub in Mac Jones for two drives, let him knock off some rust. I mean, it's just disillusion in New England right now. I I will say this: if if I faced any Patriots players in fantasy this year, I would be feeling good about where I'm at with that spot. That is abysmal. Um, but oh. yeah, no, I, I think all things considered, like, look, Noswad, I, I, is, <laughs> this sixth loss, is this the sixth loss in a row? Um, I mean, come on. What are we doing? I think it's close. Uh, I'm checking right now. Consulting the standings. Noswad, I believe was five and two. Um, I actually, I consulted this text I had with Adam. Uh, I was two and five at the time. And, um, I was, uh, he was asking me where I think everyone's going to finish. And I, I said, I think Noswad's team is fraudulent, but, you know, you're not going to go 5-2 and two and miss the playoffs, so he'll probably be the sixth seed. No, I, he, he has lost six games <laughs> in a row from that point. Um, I... Oh, God. At this point, honestly, for Noswad is if he can win next... I'm not going to jump ahead too much, but if he can win next week and some, Frankie loses, he's going to feel like this season was a success because... Of how horrible these last two months have been for his boys. He's not feeling good. As someone who sees Dawson fairly regularly, he is. <laughs> yeah. What, but I'm, I mean, but I'm, in his, I'm in his corner. Don't get me wrong. I'm in his corner. I mean, guys, we're talking about this car drove down together to the Brozarks, Noswan and D. <laughs> these are culture carriers. These are Golden Jacket members. These are two guys who. <laughs> Eat, drink, and sleep fantasy football. But if um, we had to pick a car, <laughs> <laughs> come on, man! Not the not the Telford Campo car. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I <laughs> you know, Noswad. It's it's uh, if he like if he wins next week and he avoids the Sacco six and eight, it'll end up being just a forgettable season. Um, but really, what what's happened with Disha and? Let me just say this for the record. Declan does, and actually, Cam, I think I'll be good time to mention this. Uh, Declan is currently two wins, and Noswad is five. But Declan has 115 more points scored than Noswad. And Cambo, I be, believe you've been looking at some statistics when it comes to if Declan was to face off with other team schedules this year. So if Declan had literally any other team schedule... He, the worst he could possibly be is four and nine. If he okay. had Joe Russell's schedule, Declan and would be nine and four. My God, looking at a <laughs> potential first week bye in the playoffs. 
That's fucked up. But on that's horrible. I've different schedules. Declan would be either seven and six or six and seven, looking at being in the position for the playoff hunt. Meanwhile, just to talk, not to throw any, any more Naswad's way, but if he had Jack's schedule, he would be one and twelve. What's up, dog? Or Riley's schedule, he'd be one and twelve, and has a couple of schedules where he'd be three and ten. Now that shows how you can be a great manager, and it just doesn't piece together week by week. Yeah, um, I think you know we, we can maybe pause the normal flow to discuss this really quick. Do you guys see a future where our league gets to a point where we do the no matchups? Is that no. I mean a point where no. Now you you gotta have it makes it so much more fun because then because then yeah. if you lose you can just complain you get a fair you get a fair, if you yeah. just score the least amount of points that makes it a lot more difficult to complain. I I agree I I think that I mean like look I'm I'm sure you could honestly like we're we're talking about how crazy of a year this is for Declan I think the craziest part of this year isn't that his team is like so good I don't think he has an amazing team it just a significantly better than team in two eleven. To me, what makes this season so crazy is that this is the third year in the row that we're putting up with this bullshit. Um, <laughs> I think that I think that like you could any year put in certain schedules on the same machine. I feel like I I fiddled with something like this a few years ago, and it was like in one of my leagues where I had like I had like the most points scored, but I was like eighth place. I think I, I put it in, and I think it was one of my like college leagues. And I would have been undefeated with this one matchup merchant schedule. But it doesn't matter. It's like people on Twitter saying that. You'll get both up. sides. Yeah, you, you get both sides. That's true. I, does it all even out at the end? Maybe not this year if you're Shea versus Joe Russell. <laughs> We're talking about a tale of two cities right now. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I truly, like, you look at the points for and the points against columns. And you're like, yeah, it's about fair. But these, I think these matchups really reveal uh, the pain we've been through this year, um, the triumphs, the, 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 the matchup merchants, and those who suffer under the feet of a uh, just unlucky schedule. I don't know what to say. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, mean uh, oh, sorry, at, Anthony. You go. Oh, you're good. You're excused. I mean, looking at uh, Declan and Tordy's game, like, it's just such bad luck for Declan. His team performed better except for Christian Kirk having that groin injury that I don't know if I can say on Conrad's <laughs> Christian <laughs> podcast, but look it up if you want to. And Swift with three. But, I mean, you look at it, I wouldn't have started Chuba Hubbard. And, I mean, Stroud over Lawrence, I can see that. But even then, Declan loses this game because Brock Purdy has the game of his life against whatever the hell happened in Philadelphia, and Kamara finally scored a touchdown. <laughs> I I do think there's something you can say about fantasy, though, where it's kind of like we all know what we're signing up for here. We all get that, like, yeah, I would have won had I had you not had this guy pop off, but it's like well, I started this guy because I was hoping they'd pop off. So at the end of the day, we all signed up for this. We'll get to Tordy and Dishay's game in a little bit. Why don't we move on, Jack, to uh, to, to your victory? Um, 
I think this was, if I'm not mistaken, the the tightest game of the week. It's looking like, I mean, it was a lot tighter than the final score. Um, <laughs> oh, up, for sure, it felt it felt tighter. You ended up winning by seven. Um, there were there were points last night, Jack, where like I I was like, I guess I have to get used to the reality of uh, of the fact that I'm not going to get into playoff scenarios, but based on what I was rooting for last night. I just need Tordy to beat Cambo next week uh, because I Mixon had two touchdowns and uh, Etienne had one, but uh, Chase wasn't doing much. And it was like, all right, can Jack cover like 18 points right now? Uh, and uh, then Jamar Chase got a 75-yard touchdown catch. <laughs> yeah, uh, my uh, your receivers, fun. your receivers, Jack, all three of them scored over 20 points. Yeah, they all popped off. I was I was happy to see it. Um, yeah, no, I mean I'm considering my defense and my quarterback combined for about six points. Yeah. I think getting 118 is yeah, that's pretty fun. So you know, I, I can't be I can't be mad at Monday night. Jack Spencer might call it a fraudulent week. 16 points from the kicker. Um, oh. It evens out though with the with the defense. Um, I feel that. Yeah. Look, um, at the end of the day, I and we we can't get to the Herbert discussion in a bit, but um, I think this is your team's strength. Jack is finding different ways to beat a team. Um, I mean, like 118. That's not going to win every week, but it's going to win most weeks. And if I think that, you know, I think this week I was third. Yeah, I was third. Okay. Well, look, if, if, if Jameer Gibbs is out here getting only 5.9 points and Justin Herbert's only getting 8 points, uh, <laughs> this is what happens when no touchdowns are scored. And that luck will run out one week if you are in the playoffs. But what we see right now is, you know, all the boys come, all the receivers come into play. Um, I, I was particularly impressed with what Puka was able to do on, like, four catches in a game that he missed, like, a fourth of the game. Um, but... Yeah, he was... I think he went out twice, if I recall correctly. Yeah, did, you hear, did you hear what Sean McVay said about, about it? No, what did he say? Sean McVay, unironically, said that he thought Puka had died when he had the injury. <laughs> he said, I thought he was dead. And Puka said something like, mm, like, I felt my heart stop beating, or like, I lost consciousness or something like that. And then he just like went out and like kept bawling. So, and he, I don't know if you saw this, Jack, not that it matters that much, but he... Puka missed out on like 14 more fantasy points off uh, two overthrows and one, um, I think it was a drop or something like that. Um, he had a few other big plays that he barely missed out on. So I think Puka's back to scary hours for sure. Uh, if he Yeah, can. I mean, well, what also helps Conrad is that the Rams are firmly in the playoff hunt. Um, yeah. Like they're not out of it and they've had great weeks back to back against like Fine team. <laughs> I mean, the Browns are fine. This is my whole approach. My, my whole like extra little seasoning on fantasy football is you try to trade for players. You, you trade for it doesn't necessarily matter how good the teams are for who you draft, but later in the season, especially, you're trying to trade for the talent on good teams and trade off the talent on bad teams. Because oh, as you, yeah. Jeff, I mean. Like, would anyone actively trade for a Panthers player right now? <laughs> I'm not just talking about teams that like have like abysmal offenses. I'm I'm also like, for instance, I think that the Chargers right now. You might not think this because you have their quarterback, 
But I think the Chargers being so far out of the playoff hunt right now makes their assets worse. Um, That's I think, fair. I think that the Packers getting into the playoff hunt makes their assets more exciting. Like I can see Aaron Jones playing this week versus maybe if they lost the last two weeks, I can see him not. It, it, it makes a difference between you having I mean, these. Cer- it's, it certainly doesn't make them better. <laughs> it's like, I, I, think seen- it makes, <laughs> I think it makes <laughs> No, um, I mean having a player that's on a team not in the hunt. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah, no. I mean, no, I, t- I mean, I totally agree with you in that respect. I, I think you know, there's a there's a world where the Vikings fall apart with uh, when Justin Jefferson goes out and Kirk goes out and JJ just doesn't come back. Like, like these things happen. It's a real thing. Um, but uh, on the other side of the ball, heartbreaker for Metcalf again. Two straight Monday night heartbreakers in a row. Um, you you, you got to think that the big thing here was. Uh, was uh, Zach Moss not coming to play. I thought that was one of the uh, more exciting trades of the, the, the week. We, had, we saw a lot of exciting trades. But uh, Metcalf... That damn and, one up, Conrad. I know Met- you were thinking about it. Well, I'm interested. Uh, how much did Cortland Sutton get? Um, yeah, 14. Oh, it, if Metcalf had Cortland Sutton, he would have won. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Jack, yeah, you, yeah. you went up your way to a victory. I have to give you some flowers for that. Yeah, I did. Um, I'm excited to see it. I my my meddling. Did, that's a Conrad win. If I'm being honest, what I just pulled was a Conrad win. You gotta buy. You gotta manufacture. You gotta manufacture those wins. I knew you were trying your best to will yourself to a one-up win this week. I guess you, it. <laughs> you, you, have to, you have to get the wins on and off the field, and uh, <laughs> in, in fantasy, you can you can win these things off the field. Um, no, but like, and then of course, I mean, we can also talk about the fact that Metcalf traded out of Laporta for Fryermuth. Um, oh, yeah. That, that also would have, you know, been enough to, because I mean, he got what Rasheed Rice in that trade who had a solid game and Cooper who he didn't start. Um, but Laporta would have also won the week for him. I mean, he specifically made these trades. I think that last three up, was, not three up, uh, three team trade was specifically to optimize his team for the playoffs with more depth. But um, we saw a lot of trades made by Metcalf to win these last two weeks. And um, it did not come together this week. And you could argue he might've traded his way out of, uh, out of this victory in, in multiple ways. Yeah. Um, I clowned on him a little bit for this trade uh, lightly, just more so the Laporta one, not because he necessarily lost because he traded him away, but because it was so, um, that's his boy. He had been talking to Laporta all, all year, and I was I was sad to see him go. Now well, he doesn't even know, Riley doesn't know who he's gonna take for his keeper. Well, let me ask you this straight up: Would you guys rest of the season rather have Joe Mixon or Saquon Barkley? Because I know what my answer is. Mixon easily. Mixon. That's not what you were saying last week, Jack. No, no. I said I would rather have Mixon because you are eating the Saquon buy. That was my biggest reasoning. Telford ate a Saquon oh, buy so for like no reason. You were the Mixon proponent. Oh, 100%. 100%. Well, that's what I'm saying. Now that we're past the Saquon buy, you guys both still take Mixon over Saquon. Oh, we're, I, talking rest of, we're talking rest of the season? It's the exact same thing you just said earlier. The Bengals are still somewhat in the hunt. Giants are not winning, winning their Browning, division. Browning looks like a, a capable enough quarterback to win games. I mean, obviously, T-Law went out at the end of that game, but... 
the Bengals could have won that game with T-Law in. Um, I, I, I agree. I think clearly there's a difference between uh, the Bing- Mixon being in a backup quarterback situation and Saquon being in a backup quarterback situation. So, you know, either way, that's, that's going to be Metcalf's biggest W of the week was trading for that. Um, but as we'll discuss later, I'm in no position to be rooting for Metcalf right now. Um, no. No, <laughs> why don't you're we, on. Well, why don't we move on to my favorite game of the week? Um, the highest scoring game of the year, uh, or at least on so one far. side. So far. So far. So far. I might have some more in store for next week. Um, but uh, <laughs> You're going to need it. So I'll start with my boys here. Um, the, the fact that the two guys who I really thought could have huge games – like huge, huge, other than, I did think Dak would have a big game. But I thought Bijan and Kelsey were both in line for really big games based on their matchups. Um, the Jets have a really good defense, but not against running backs. And they both were like, fine. Bijan got 9.5, Kelsey got 10. They were the lowest scorers on my team. Um, we, <laughs> saw, we saw Debo Samuel. I mean, oh my goodness. The, 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 the all of his towns were like classic Brock, Brock Purdy, like, two-yard slant passes, and Debo just <laughs> does everything else. That was beautiful to see. Uh, Divine HN is so back, Jack. I know you you love to two see gar- it. Two garbage times? Uh, I will say, maybe Dolphins are just so good that they'll just keep running up the score on these boys. I love That's seeing, a valid. I love seeing was he get, the, Was he getting starting snaps? I, I, they're working him back into the offense. He was injured. Okay, valid. I, I, see, I see both sides. I see Dakota, Rain, Prescott, my current choice for MVP of the season. Yeah. Play, playing the Eagles next week. Playing the Eagles, one of the, the worst defenses against the pass. Um, Freaking, I'm saying, Big Mike, after, after getting clowned on for that DK trade, yes, I would have had more points for that, but Mike did enough to make it hurt a lot less um you guys hear that mike evans came the first receiver ever for i think it was his first uh nine seasons maybe even 11 seasons that he got uh over a thousand yards in every single season um, yeah that's i mean i remember in high school when that was like a fun fact like oh mike evans has still had a, a thousand yard year and he and just he keeps producing he keeps producing. We, we need to get him so badly next he's year. had so many th- i that would be the pickup of the year. That would be the pickup of our lives, other than Patty. Oh M. my god, um, that's like that's like puts Jeremy Macklin, the Jeremy Macklin one to shame. I'm like that's Jack. I'm surprised that you want us to get Mike Evans when you were so against the Hopkins last offseason. Well, I think Mike Evans is way better than DeAndre Hopkins. I just feel like it's a pretty similar situation where you have a super talented player that's on the wrong side of thirty. Well, DeAndre Hopkins just has been getting injured in his past Fair. couple years. Either way, That's my biggest Either way, it was good for 170 points. Um, Cambo, you said that it was a little scary seeing so many points being put up on the board this week. Um, I've now crept up on you, and uh, I got, I got uh, 22 points on you right now. Yeah, no, uh, I got, definitely. I got 32 points. Yeah, definitely makes next week uh, all the more scarier uh, in that I'm going to have to make up some ground if certain scenarios fall the same way. But 
you know, we'll talk about the playoffs later. I do want to talk about Frankie's team. 114 points and a loss. Just bad luck. And you look at this team and it's... I don't know if I would have played it any different. I mean, if you're getting 14.4 out of Taysom Hill, you got to be happy. A.J. Brown, respectable game. Olave, respectable game. Kyron, great game. Sam Howell, that. Every player on his team except for maybe Brian Robinson, all respectable weeks that, yeah, that I think anybody would take. Uh, this is just a perfect storm week for you, Conrad, which sucks for Will, but at the same time, we'll have to see how that plays into future weeks as, once again, it could be great game script, and I don't know. I am worried about Kelsey's fantasy production, just watching the tape on Sunday. He looks slow. Uh, yeah, which is, I think, he, I think which the injury under- has hampered him. Yeah, and that's understandable. He's 34. Uh, but, you know, that could be the difference later on in the season, even next week for Conrad. Same yeah, as a bad Brock Purdy game can be the difference. Uh, but overall, if I'm Will, you know, stack up these points and hope that some things break your way and that keeps you out of the sacko. Oh, yeah. It's uh yeah I I honestly like the I'm happy I started the scoring so early because as as you were saying uh, Cambo uh, it was just this is my second game against Frankie and it felt very similar to that first kind of like how um my first game felt similar to my second against you Cambo where Lamar sorry Johnny is a huge game and it's like how do I catch up on these points that was a uh, that was kind of happening on the other side where like Taysom Hill was getting that vulture touchdown on a Camara uh, touchdown that should have been ruled, should have stood. Um, you know, Sam Howell was getting these like garbo time points that he loves getting. Um, it 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 would have been it would have been scary had this not been just an all around uh, clinic for my boys. Um, <laughs> I uh, Conrad, are you nervous? I know I don't agree with this line of thought, but are you nervous that um you might? Like have burned your one good week on this one. Well, let me just say this: I I needed this to like point accumulation was a priority for me, especially <laughs> as as we'll get into later. It opens up a real reality for me to have a chance to hop Metcalf, which literally going into this last week I didn't think was possible. I think there was hop Metcalf uh, and points scored. Points scored, right? There was a ninety point difference between us headed into this past week, so I wasn't even considering that as a possibility. Um, so, you know, whether my boys burn the points that they needed to score, I don't see a single one of these points is wasted points because we, we, we oh, need, no. I, I mean, I totally points. agree. I think, I think the question Jack is, is are any of these guys co- come down candidates for this next game? Um, I'm feeling, I'm feeling good about, feeling good, really good about Dak, really good about Debo. Dak's going to be interesting. Um, I, I, I honestly, ex- you have another freaking Monday night double header, which is going to suck. But I, or it's gonna be electric. Actually, at the end of the fantasy regular season. Wait, there's two Monday night games. There's two Monday night games. Oh my god! I thought we stopped that. And they start at the same time this week. They, the the Packers and the Giants play at the same time as the Titans and the Dolphins. Um, obviously, the Packers and the Giants isn't a very fantasy relevant game. Um, but that second one, I think, all eyes. I, I really do think it's gonna come down to um, 
to just how many points can uh, I guess Jason centers too, but how many points can Achan rack up? It's gonna I think it's all gonna fall on my on my golden boy, and um, I think I wouldn't have it any other way. We, we we're, we're gonna live or die by by Achan's uh, Achan's ceiling, as you would say, Jack. Did he look fast out there? Uh, he didn't look as fast as he probably looked when you were in Miami, Jack. Cam, um, <laughs> yeah, did you know that Jack was at the game where the Dolphins scored 70 points? Oh, wait, really? I didn't know. Yeah, that. Wow, that's so interesting. You know, that's such a fun fact that I'm sure everybody will find interesting for the rest of your life. <laughs> we should I think it is. I, I, I think it is. You know, and, what you know, it's, Jack. Jack, you need to get a white piece of paper, write 70 on it, like a Sharpie, like Will Chamberlain, <laughs> and say, you were there, you were part of it, you know? I was, I was. Um, well, this is a very nice and uplifting conversation from Anthony Kammer. Um, let's, let's move on over to, uh, <laughs> to, to Telford and Tamke, um, moving off of, uh, of the Bubble Boys. Um, this was, a, this was a matchup for a buy spot. Um, I've been saying this, and I, I still stand by this. I think that um, Tamke, to me, is the biggest difference. Telford, close, because he also has that crazy boom with Tyreek. But Tamke, to me, is the biggest difference um, in championship aspirations between a buy and a no buy. Um, you had to think this was a must-win week for Will for buy aspirations, but he still has a path forward, which we'll get to later. Um, and Telford... Uh, well, look, it was a bad week for Will. Is, Telford's guaranteed to buy. <laughs> uh, Telford is not guaranteed to buy, but we'll, we'll get to As that. We, I set you up. I was just continuing the conversation. Oh, no, he's not. Um, yeah, no, you're, you would be correct. Um, and look, this was, this was a game between... Probably the, the headline of this game was two scariest players in all of fantasy football, which... Like literally by themselves, which I think we've talked about how Telford and uh, and Tanky's teams have gotten slightly less scary during this year, but Tyreek and McCaffrey will always be scary. Um, and they both they both came through. McCaffrey twenty points. You're going to complain about that. Um, Tyreek had one of his best games. All those touchdowns were. In- I'm honestly amazed he didn't have more points. Um, he had these two like. 70 plus yard touchdowns it's just that he didn't really do anything outside of that but that's all you really need um but yeah i look telford said it himself and i'll i'll give him all the flowers the the story of this week was how many points telford got off of his trades that he made this before the oh yeah um i uh the uh the deontay johnson whatever deontay johnson got in the end zone shout out to my boy people forget that he wasn't getting money touchdowns so happy for him but uh I don't think people ever forgot that, Conrad. <laughs> uh, Laporta. I mean, Laporta potty all of a sudden had a, the ultimate coming out party, uh, which all of a sudden, by the way, going golf as your fantasy quarterback, that's one of the worst fantasy quarterbacks in this league until he has Laporta as the stack. Then it becomes a, a real <laughs> asset to tell for. I mean, don't you guys agree with that? Like, I was. Yeah. I'm, it's a lot I'm, more I'm, fun. I was I was looking at Telford's team for this matchup against you next week, Jack, and I was like, oh, okay, you got golf, but then I saw Laporta, and I'm like, ooh, we could be cooking here. Um, that's just it's it's terrifying. <laughs> you almost saw this this the fear of the stack come true when you went against me on that game with Dak and uh, Tony Pollard, the near miss, Jack. I'm sure you remember. 
Um, you live and die by the stack. You live oh, and yeah, die I by remember. the stack. You really do. And uh, of course, I'll end. Well, actually, I'll end with the final flower before one shit on him. Um, <laughs> D- D- DK Metcalf, highest score of the week. Um, uh, I just, it's funny. You know, it's just at a, at a certain, you guys have to smile at some point. At DK Metcalf going, his worst matchup of the year. You really think that you're getting off him at the right time. And he is the best. Here comes a, it's like, here comes a barn burner. Just it's, immediately. It, he's come from nowhere. But also, Austin Eckler, Jack, we've been calling this for weeks. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you just, if you see him play, he's just not the player he used to be. I think that's completely uh, fair for everyone to say. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know what you do with him. Because you're going to start him every week. Because he has a decent chance of getting a touchdown. But oh, yeah. And you just, the yard, you're not going to sit went there. projected points every week from your running back. Um, and he's going to keep giving you single digits. Um, this is what looking off. bad on tape feels like. This is, yeah, this is you're really feeling that. And, uh, and it's just, it's, it's not moving, but obviously, and then, and then also Dallas defense, negative three points, no big deal. Um, I think almost all of Telford's chugs this year have been the Dallas defense, who is still, despite having, Three negative games. They're still the number one defense in fantasy because they just can go crazy. Um, but uh, but anyway, uh, Camo. Uh, obviously, Joe is currently at the top of our league. He's the only one with nine wins. But does does Telford's recent performance in your mind make him the de facto uh, the de facto favorite and the de facto one seed? I don't know about de facto one seed. Obviously just because you know what's really the difference between the one and the two uh, this is a very close league uh Tyreek is scary I do not want to see I would never want to see me playing against Tyreek Hill can DK repeat it I don't know um but looking at his team I feel much better about Telford getting a jacket than I do about Wyco. Okay, I think that's fair. I mean, whenever you push me on on you know who do I think is going to win mean, the league? Wyco lost. Wyco lost Tank Dell this week. I mean, oh, that's bad. Devast- Adam is Adam is thin. Wyco. Oh no, we're talking Joe. Oh, sorry. Wyco. Um, Wyco does have uh, the best wide receiver depth, but a huge. Hit on that. We'll get to that in a bit, though. Yeah, no, I, I think I agree with you, uh, Cambo. I think that when you're looking at this team, you're saying which direction the re- is the regression going to happen? Are it because if the regression mostly happens with positive regression with Austin Eckler, he gets back to some kind of mean. Then yeah, this is this team's a favorite to to win the to win the fans championship, no doubt. Especially after they plugged that huge gap at tight end. Um, but if you're t- saying DK Metcalf negative regression back to the mean. Uh, Maybe even uh, James Conner, Jared Goof. Um, I think any given week, he could have a really bad week. Um, I think that uh, you, you get to a point with this team where uh, if, you're not, if, you, if you're not getting booms, if you're just getting like fine performances, then you are holding on to Tyreek just every single week going out there and being amazing. And that's a good bet to make. But for three weeks in a row, I don't, I don't know where that will land. Jack, uh, where are you seeing Telford today? I mean, I'm scared, but uh, biggest thing for me is kind of mediocre to bad flex, 
uh, James Conner is out next week, and uh, Austin Eckers been playing horribly. And Cowboys are facing the Eagles, so they're actually playing a good team. So that'll be fun. Oh, that's going to be another good. That's going to be a classic matchup. Um, and then on Tamke's side, uh, I thought that Tamke text about Samaje P. Ryan was kind of funny because, like, okay, yes, I think 1.6 is definitely like significantly worse than you'd expect from Samaje P. Ryan, but like, you just know Tamke picked this guy up thinking that. He's like, oh well, good thing I saved the fab. I'm getting those. I'm getting those points right there. Like, this is why you say fab for Samaje P. Run. <laughs> um, and then of course, I'm I'm, I'm honestly surprised that I, I, it might happen tomorrow. I, you might have to be ready for Drake London to hit the waiver wire. I think he has disappointed Will one too many times in this league. I wouldn't. I honestly wouldn't blame him at this point. I, I don't know if Drake London is is startable on any team right now. Not a, not on a good one. <laughs> that's uh th- that's the line of the night for sure yeah i i it's it's still you know like uh tua despite not being the same guy um as he had been early season he is still has the fear factor there and he's gonna be playing against some good defense some really good defenses after this tennessee game he's got the jets the cowboys the ravens um for the playoffs which is a brutal quarterback playoff schedule but you still, when I, whenever I see Will's team, I just look at, I'm seeing two quarterbacks at the top. I'm seeing Tua and Christian McCaffrey. Um, I, I, I see either of them, either of, I see both of them producing, and it's an uphill battle from there. Um, so things have remained the same all year for Will. Um, and yeah, to me, this is going to come down to, can he find a way to get this buy at this week? Yeah, we also got to remember he's in the woods till Friday. So we'll see what happens with his <laughs> waiver wire and Thursday night games. He did tell me that he would have come on. We had a lot of people actually, Cambo, uh, come to mm-hmm. us and say they wanted to join the pod tonight. Um, uh, Will being I'll the send first. In the, I'll send in the Discord chat Will's current status as of right now, but it looks yeah. like he's in a tent with a headlight on, with a headlamp on, and that he just he, said, death surrounds me till Friday. That may interfere with, uh, with, with late season success. Um, we'll see if he is able to place a waiver claim i i say not um why don't we get to yeah why don't we get to the um oh actually no we, have, we haven't had the chance to discuss uh porty and dj's game at length which i don't think we need to spend too much time on um at the end of the day like you know porty i think he's he, he got the dub huge brock pretty game kind of already talked a bit about this game um i think porty has done enough where it would be a Pretty big surprise if he finds himself in the sacco. Um, yeah, I, I, he was he was celebrating as if he's chilling, which I think it's I think that's valid. I don't think it's. Whenever I discuss the league with Torty, he just says, "Look, I, I joined to to not get the sacco," and I think uh, you know they say playing not to lose isn't how you win championships, but probably the best strategy to avoid the sacco. Um, and uh, <laughs> Rock Purdy yeah, won, won what three straight? Uh, I think. Uh, yeah, yes. He. I remember we had him on the pod after um, his. Uh, he was three and seven, and we said at the time the best you can do is be five hundred from here. And he says, "Oh, that feels horrible." Um, but you know, the best he can do is about how he's done. So, shout out to Torty. Um, I think. Uh, let me say this about Torty. Maybe we'll do a year interview pod 
when it's all said and done. But I've been impressed with the amount of action I've seen from Portie this year. Um, I was really hoping that we would get um, someone who, at the very least, could be more engaged than Tommy, even if he knew a similar or less amount of ball. Um, I was just hoping we could get someone that like was making moves. Tordy has, if you look at the moves made, Tordy is up there with 25 moves. Um, <laughs> I had the most by far with 51 moves. Um, <laughs> attaboy, attaboy. Um, but uh, no, like this is a this is this is a team that's been that's been proactive. And uh, look, I think I think if if you saw a Tommy type of uh, of engagement from Tordy. I think Tordy would be right there at the bottom with Tiche. So props to Tordy for, I think, I think he worked for this. Uh, well, we'll get to it later, but for what, what looks like Sacco salvation. And as for Tiche, uh, these games really don't mean anything. I guess he can get $10 if he gets the highest point score, but just an, another bad week. Uh, the groin injury with Mr. Kirk. Um, Declan just loading up for, for two weeks from now. <laughs> a- anything to add on that? Um, I feel like, yeah, you just kind of do whatever you want if you're Declan at this point. <laughs> I mean, just try not to drop, you know, your good players. You play spoiler, if if we're being honest. Yeah, but I don't really know what he's spoiling with Tordy. I guess he, he's trying to spoil Tordy's appetite at Waffle House. Am I right, boys? Um, could, you could do that if you wanted. <laughs> um, Cambo, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, looking at Declan's team, I kind of alluded to it earlier, but I think whoever plays him in the Sacco, it's not your old, it's not your old Declan team. This is a different rebuilt Declan that has a shot of not losing. So that 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 Sutton get looks huge right now after Scary yeah. Terry goosed last week. Um, welcome, Declan. Christian Kirk looks like he's going to be out um, for the rest of the fantasy season. I think I saw something. The rest along of this. life, bro. And nice. And um, it, was, he, was... he does not have another wide receiver out. I mean, he has Ayuk, but he's occupying his wide receiver one spot. Um, the Sutton get was huge because, again, well, what are we talking about? We're talking about needing the floor in the championship game. And Declan just like going the waiver wire right now. If Declan was having to hit the waivers right now for a wide receiver, he he'd be rolling out Zay Jones in the uh, in the champ in the Sacco or, or or the American Psycho or huge. And you don't want to be doing any of those things. So um, yeah, shout out to Declan for just the way that trade worked out. This is why depth still can matter late season. I think generally you try to optimize away from depth and towards starting talent, but uh, sometimes you, you need depth, and uh, that came up huge for Declan. Um, let's, let's, let's move on to the final matchup before we get into what you've all been waiting for. Um, this was, look, we discussed, uh, Tempe versus Telford was a battle for a buy. This, this was the battle for the one seed. Um, and the rights to be the first team to officially clinch the playoffs. If you're Adam, like, you know, he said this is going to be a come down week. Uh, Nico Collins did amazing. Fasad White is like one of the best running backs in fantasy. I have nothing else to say, Adam. Just <laughs> one of the best running backs in fantasy. Um, 
but uh yeah no josh allen uh this this might this this could have been a vision of what this team would have been had adam had traded josh Allen. Uh, of course kenny pickett early injury but um this is a this is a team with no fangs without josh allen um you, you gotta you gotta think um, <laughs> adam is looking pretty safe to make the playoffs but uh you gotta think that if anything happens to josh allen if josh allen in fact has a bad game, which he hasn't had many bad fantasy games this year. Um, you're just really opening yourself up to losing because this is and this is a great week. Like to to show that as Nico Collins, we said had a huge week. Um, Rashad White did his own, but like, how many points are you going to get? Are you going to be able to truly rely on from Javante, Calvin Midley, uh, George Kittle? Who again, Adam keeps telling me how good George Kittle is. George Kittle is going <laughs> to. He's going to score 40 points some weeks, but he's going to get single digits more often. Um, yeah, I think that – I think, boys, you're both on the bubble. Fair to say Adam is the team you want to see in the playoffs? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's been – him and Tamki have kind of been matchup merchants. Him, Tamki, and Joe. Uh, sorry, and you sorry. could make the case. No, but... I will not let you call Tamki a matchup merchant. Tamki has the most points scored against by far. That's let's, fair. That's fair. Let's not do this. <laughs> we we're we're gonna give Willa his flowers. He may have less points scored than all three of us, but he has way more <laughs> points against, and he deserves his props right now. Um, as for Adam, he's really been grinding out these ugly low-scoring wins, and it finally caught <laughs> up for him. A pretty ho-hum week from Lyco's finest was enough for the dub. Um, of course, uh, you hinted at this, Cambo, Mister Dell, out for the year. Let's let's talk about let's talk about Wyco's uh, wide receiver room really quick. He had Tank Dell, Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, and DJ Moore. Now that is just a phenomenal room. Um, Dell is now out. I think he's going to hold on to him for the keeper. I think that'd be smart. Um, Cup is looking as someone with Cup in a ten man league. I am not starting Cup right now. I you have you're to get just, past that name. You're just not. You're just not starting him. I'm not, I mean, well, I do have, like, I have, like, I'm not going to get into who I have over him, but I have, like, all guys that you could definitely start over Cup. But still, it's, it's, uh, he, he's not looking like a wide receiver one really at all anymore. JJ is making his triumphant return, but who knows how it's going to look with Josh Dobbs. And DJ Moore can be great, but he also plays for the Bears. So I, I think that just that one loss of Tank Dell, even with three really big names, this is, a team that, in my mind, has really weakened a lot. Especially, let me add this one more thing, is seeing uh, seeing Mostert uh, starting to seed uh, the carries to HM. So, um, oh, come on. Yeah. Look, look, yeah. Numbers. Connor, Connor. Jack. Jack, no, 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 Jack. The numbers. Come on. You know well, how it goes hey. when you return from injury. He's ramping HM back up. You're just being a heel. I get it. But, yeah, looking at the wide receiver room, back to the wide receiver room, obviously sucks. Tank Dell was electric and I think was, like, low-key kind of everyone's favorite player. One of everyone's favorite players, especially everyone's favorite rookie this year, I would say, besides maybe the A-chan owners. But there's something about what's happening in Houston this year that's just, like, fun to watch. So that sucks. But... Yeah, I mean, both of these teams, it's like, I just see a lot of question marks. I mean, 
they would both be wearing the Riddler hat if they were heading into the playoffs because you just have no idea what's going to show up week to week. Yeah. Um, and the just, I think, overall, like, inconsistency with, I mean, of course, you, you, you pointed to this, but it, these are these teams are actually kind of built pretty similarly at this point. I think Joe has some bigger names, but they're both just the big name top quarterbacks you want in fantasy and just seeing Can where else the points. Oh, Josh Allen, I see. Josh Allen. <laughs> I forgot about that part. Uh, see, seeing where else the points will come from. So I, I think that, you know, like you just – whoever's going to face these two teams in the playoffs, you grit your teeth while Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts do their thing probably have like a 20 point floor and can kill you. But um, if you can survive that storm, you can survive that. It's kind of like uh, going against Mike Tyson. If you can survive those first few rounds, you got a chance. Um, and I think that's really is the case with these, uh, with, the, with the way these two uh, Wyandotte County teams are built. Um, any last thought? A buy is just so huge for Joe. <laughs> Joe, Joe like, just seems like he needs some time to lick his wounds right now. Um, yeah. Um... He's he's getting there. I don't there. feel great going in to either. I mean, Trey McBride. He's fine, but he's good. T McB. Welcome to <laughs> Wyco. Um, Jack, I'm glad you brought up buys because let's let's start there. Let's let's lock in, boys. Uh, Cambo's got has, has the supercomputer up. Um, let's talk playoff clinching scenarios. So the way that we see it, you can divide the league into thirds right now, with four teams in each. You got the four teams that are going to be in the playoffs and are vying for those valuable, valuable buy spots. As we've said before, Jack, a buy is in fantasy. Unlike real life where a buy can actually hurt your team, a buy in fantasy is literally just as good as a win. I don't care. It's just as good as a win. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. So basically the two teams vying for the early playoff win, uh, the, the two spots for the four teams. Then we got the next four teams who are all very much not in the playoffs right now but can taste it uh, and need some things to, to happen this week. And then you got the four teams that are still looking, uh, well, either at their level or right below their level and are trying to avoid the dreaded toilet bowl. Um, so <laughs> let's start with this top four. Um, I, I, I would prefer to go team by team here, um, yeah. kind of yeah. segment our thoughts here. Yeah. Um, it makes this easy, fun. Conrad. Make this easy, Cambo. Lycos only team with nine wins. They have clinched a bye. Really? They have clinched a bye. They have Joe is a yeah, Joe is clinched a bye. There is no possible outcome where Joe cannot get a bye. I'm sorry. What, what about what about Tanky winning next week? Joe losing next week and Tanky scores more than uh, forty points than Joe. I guess that's fair, but I'm going to call it a clinch. <laughs> it's not a cl- a clinch means it's it's not a clinch. 100%. Okay, it's not a clinch. It's not a clinch. So yes, nobody uh, has clinched a buy. To be fair, but but I think what you're pointing to, Cambo, is and we'll talk about Telford in a second. But Joe and Telford both have something that nobody else has. Joe has that ninth win, and Telford has a point scored threshold over fifteen. Um, and both of those might just be enough where you just need to do a little bit this week, or even you, you could, you could lose into the buy as I think you were pointing to Cambo. Um, yeah, I mean, 
it doesn't take a mathematician to say that Joe, as a team with one more win than everyone else, if he wins, he not only has the bye, but has the one seed on lock. That's kind of huge for Waiko, who I think is a team that was a little sneaky last year, kind of snuck out of nowhere, got the two seed, and ended up uh, a little bit of a split championship <laughs> situation, um, as well as a... Uh, well, you know, you know what's hanging in the halls of ESPN.com, Conrad. I, I've seen what those programmers have said. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, I've, but I've also seen what's on the trophy. Um, anyway. The one that you commissioned? <laughs> the one that I commissioned, but uh, the one that he came to an agreement upon. Sounds awfully all convenient. Uh, I'll, I'll pull up the transcript if you want, Jack. If, if you want to get into this, you want to contest my shared championship, I will get into this. But um, listen. I just... No, I'll let it go. I'll I'll save it for another time. I'll All right, because I have the transcripts, and if you're listening what right about, now, okay, fine, 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 fine. What about when you said, "If I've already decided, I'm gonna give it to Joe," and then you went back on that later? Well, listen, we, Joe and I were both thinking at that time, there's no way this game gets canceled. All right, we both thought this game's gonna be played. So uh, Will was there at a. We tried to go beat ups, but their TVs weren't working. Will was like. This is ludicrous. Conrad won the ship. And I'm saying it's not, as I would say, it's not over till it's over. Um, so we came to a shaky agreement. And uh, I'll admit that it was a shaky agreement, but it was an agreement. Um, however, when it came to pass, the game was not played. Um, Joe and I had a conference. And uh, I laid the options on the table. I said, look, um, we can, you have more points than me right now. Um, but I have a player that hasn't played yet. We can count as points for next week. We can uh, split this title. We can uh, vacate this title. We can figure out what to do. And uh, I'll pull the trash. Well, at, no po- at no point were you, were you ever considering just conceding to Joe at this point. Oh, well, I said we can, we can, we can talk about this right now. Like, Joe, you got more points than me. Like, right what now. if he would have been like, I have more points scored. I think I deserve to be champion. Well, I had left that door open. But Joe was saying, I believe his quote was, this year we'll always have an asterisk by it, and I think that what's best is that we share this. So, uh, listen, I got the transcripts. I can send it to whoever wants it. Let's move on, Jack. Um, I'll tell you both tied for second. How about that? <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's kind of how we've been treating it. Like, uh, Nos <laughs> is only two-time champion. Um, yeah. Anyway, this isn't a Nebraska-Michigan situation. Um, this is an overarching, you know, just discussing of playoffs. This is, uh, this is derailing, is what it is, Jack. Um, listen, oh, Joe, yeah. a sneaky team, as I was saying, um, has just – people forget he started this year undefeated. He was kind of skidding there for a while, but he got his bearings and looks in a prime enough position that he will, as you said, Cambo, have this unlocked. Let's talk about Telford next. Telford's team, as I said, just way more points scored than anyone else. In fact, um, the other teams that have nine or eight wins – are very distant from him. Metcalf is uh, within his stratosphere, but not really. Telford's still over 100 more points scored than Metcalf. We know that Telford is going to end with the most points for. There's not, we're not going to entertain the possibility that someone scores over 100 more points than Telford this week. The question mm-hmm. is, does he have the buy on lock? The facts are, he, Tamke, and Adam all have the same record right now. And this happens all the time. It's team, there's clearly a best team or a team that you see as the top team, but they, they, the record's just not there, and they're, they're, they're with the rest of the bubble scrubs, 
So, um, look, I think it's pretty straightforward for Telford. Win and you're in. In fact, win and you have a decent chance at the one seed. Not that that really matters, but still. Well, decent chance at the one seed over the two seed. Um, and um, However, if you lose, then you have to have Will and Adam both lose this week in order to uh, hold on to that bye. So, to me, this is, in my opinion, this is probably a situation where if he loses, he's not going to get this bye, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I don't see it. Um I mean the only way like you said, the only way he loses and gets the bye is he needs the current basement dwellers of the league, Naswad and D Shea to beat Tampke and Kistler. That's true. Not get the bye. <laughs> but yeah, well, so it's possible. It's possible. It's de- I definitely could see a hungry dog beating Kistler. I don't know about, about a boat. I would. I mean, Telford and I have been like on uh, very friendly terms recently, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's he's my good he's my good boy. So you got, I can't. You got he's my, he said that. Yeah, like him as your friend. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we just. We, he has that golden retriever energy that I just love. <laughs> You're gonna get an angry check from Telford tomorrow, like at like three three p.m. <laughs> Dallas time, three um, p.m. time. Um, but so I I would feel bad taking him out of the bye. I think he has definitely earned it. Um, oh if, wow! If I beat him this week, are you hedging um, right? No, I mean I, it's pretty clear that I'm a win, and I would like to win because then I most likely make the playoffs. Um, no, the only team I would hedge against is you, Conrad. That's <laughs> oh, okay. As, but... as, as always, um, and 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 <laughs> you go you go on this list, guys. Um, the other two guys who are currently on the outside looking in Tamki. Yeah, the... he had the record, but as we said, ceded it to uh, to Telford. Uh, him and Adam are in very similar situations. Kembo, mm-hmm. uh, as you just said, they're playing the bottom feeders of the league this week, so they should win. Um, Naswad and Diche going against them. They can both play a little spoiler against them, but uh, for the most part, I think that um, uh, these teams are in a position where you are trying to get a bye, but you're not forgetting the fact that uh, the uh, the dreaded seven seed not in the playoffs is uh, is on the table. Um, I'd like to introduce that as a very real possibility. Tamki for both, yeah. for both Tamki and Kissler. For both Tamki and Adam. Yes. Crazy. <laughs> more so for more so for Kissler, but it's more so possible for Kissler. Uh one based off of matchups this week. Uh as well as based off of points scored. It's a lot more likely for Kissler to get the seven seed than it is for Tamki. But both of them are that's still a very the worst they can finish. So you got to think spots two through six are wide open for them to wind up anywhere with a slight chance of them falling out. And, and look, true. the yeah. chance of fall, just to clarify, the chance of falling out, they would need four things to all happen for them to fall out. And, and in fact, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, um, debatably if, five things. Yeah, because because if they if they if if they both lose, if they're both falling out of it, then one of them would still be in it. But yeah, so I guess five things is a good point. 
Jack. Um, and then they also need to score less than Anthony. Correct. They can't Met- jump Anthony. Metcalf would need to win this week against me. Jack would need to win this week against Telfer. Cambo would need to win this week against Tordy. And then if you're talking from Adam's perspective, then Will would probably need to win. If you're talking from Will's perspective, then Adam would probably need to win. So, yes, it's possible. Um, I think they're chilling, though. Um, and I think I think, I think, think you got to keep some perspective here if you're either of them. You're vying for that bye, but knowing that there's this outside chance you miss the playoffs, I think you're just happy if, you're, if your season still is on after this week. Um, now let's get to, uh, let's get to the subject of the show, guys. The bubble. This is the fun one. This is the one I'm sure we've Mm -hmm. all been thinking of in this, in this call right now. (laughs) I don't don't need a computer for this one. Um, look, Metcalf, what did he say? He was like six and two and now he's seven and six. Um, he he believes himself to have a historical slide. (laughs) He was six and two. Now he's seven and six. I was two and six. Now I'm six and seven. And uh, Jack, you also got off to a bad start, but I think you rallied off so many wins that you and Campbell were kind of two sides of the same coin, kind of have been floating right at these spots for the last few weeks. Anthony, um, I've been, Anthony and I have been staring up and down at each other for a while now. We've been, we've mm-hmm. been buddy-buddy. You guys have been, yeah, you guys have been tied at the, attached at the hip in the standings. Um, so, so, yeah, let's... Let's break this down because I do think that this is uh, this is where the, all the fireworks are going to be this week. So, uh, as I said, I play Metcalf this week, so that's two of the four of us facing off. Jack, you play against Telford. Cambo, you play against Tordy. Um, Man, I wish I had Dawson. Like, this sucks. <laughs> uh, against Tyreek. Surprisingly, um, for none of these teams are in a win-in-your-end situation right now. I mean, I'm I'm as close as it comes. Well, what about Metcalf? Wait, you're saying none of these teams are in? None of these three teams are in a win in your end situation, technically. Oh, I thought you were talking about us three. No, Metcalf's definitely a win in your end. Well, no, because if Metcalf and if Metcalf, you and Cambo all win, and you outscore Metcalf by like I think like twenty four points, and Cambo. something a little godly, like 60 points or something, then Metcalf wins and he's out. Um, you guys are very much not in a winning year in situation. You need a, a few little things to go your way. And of course, I'm, I'm, I, I need several things to fall my way oh, yeah. in this bubble situation. Um, you need to so, score more than me and then win and have me and Anthony both lose. Well... There actually, I have two paths now. I'll say this as the team at the bottom of the bubble. I got two paths. Um, I for sure need either you or Campbell to lose. If you guys both win, it's done. Um, I need one of you two to lose. But if only one of you lose, then I need to outscore Metcalf this week by, uh, I believe it's 29 points. Um, which, to be fair, that's doable. I, I outscored. I could have done that over two times over the last week. I did. Um, I closed that gap significantly. It's doable. Um, I, I honestly, in my head, that feels like a more likely outcome than you guys both losing. In fact, I'll just break down where I'm currently seeing things. Tambo, I feel like you're beating Tori. I really want Tori to win this game. I am. I am hoping <laughs> and praying need, that you need you need Tori to win this game. I'm yeah. hoping and praying that Tori wins this game. But I see Tambo. 
I am as confident that Telford beats Jack as that Campbell beats Tordy, which is like above Almost. 65% for both. Um, and if that was to happen, then yes, I, I could get in outscoring Metcalf by enough. Now, of course, if you guys both lose, then my margin over Metcalf doesn't matter as long as I win. Um, but, um, and you know, all, again, this is a tight league. There's no horrible team. And uh, neither of you guys are playing against Dawson. So <laughs> everything's on the board. Um, but uh, this is, this is, yeah. I mean, again, both of you guys are pretty much in the same situation as Metcalf, except with less of a points cushion. Uh, and actually, Cambo, you, you're probably not even feeling, uh, how are you feeling right now? Because you're, you're really not in a winning your situation. You're, you're still feeling I'm the, on the I'm on the outside looking in. I am, I have to win. I need, a, I don't necessarily need a Telly win. I need a, Riley, a Metcalf win more than I need a Telly win. But actually, well, it, I pretty it, much need. I pretty much need. I need. The best way to put it is: is I need the safest ways. I need for me to win, Telly to win, Riley to win. No, if if you if Metcalf beats, sorry, if if you I, win, you're yeah, if you can't win, help. you're automatically above. Yeah, so matter, I'm I'm on the outside looking in though. I'm at the seven spot. That's true. So I need I need Jack to lose as well. You definitely, you definitely you need me to lose, and right. then that's it. What I'm saying, and you no, need me to lose and for you to win. What I'm saying is, if I win, Cambo, and you win, then I will have just made Metcalf a seven and seventeen, and you would be eight and six. So yeah, that's. I guess so, that game doesn't matter as much. I I really just need I need the ultimate. I need the ultimate special. Telly, Telly could grant me the Telly <laughs> special with a two, four, one. Um, if you, Cambo, right, if, Anthony. <laughs> I, I, I think based on based on your your points scored, Cambo, I think you pretty much have to be feeling similar to me in the sense of like you cannot lose. If you lose, you're not getting in the playoffs. Like no matter if how I lose, I'm not getting in. My my lowest I can. Finish is in eighth, and there's a very, very, very outside chance with a bunch of random things that I could end up in the three seed. But what's interesting is I have a higher percent chance to make the three seed than Jack, but Jack has a higher percent chance to make the playoffs. I believe it. I believe it. It's the, it's those, uh, what are those slopes called? What? Uh, I don't know. Like bell a bell curve? Bell curve. Yeah, yeah, it's the bell curve. Yeah. Oh, boy. Bell curves are shaped differently, and they got different peaks. That's all I'll say. You know, um, they say humanities, you know, they say STEM students need to take humanities, but maybe humanities needs to take some <laughs> STEM. <laughs> hey, I, I came up with it on my own. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that that's the place where I, I, think, I think it's clear that, uh, that, Jack and Campbell will be trying to take care of business, but uh, oh, the the front lines are going to be me versus Metcalf. That's gonna yeah. that's gonna move the wagons, so to speak, and that's going to decide a lot of the outcome. Now, of course, as I pointed to, even if I destroy Metcalf, I could be Metcalf by two hundred points this week, and if you guys, it won't even matter. So, um, Cordy and Telford, if you hear me, if you're listening right now, I'm rooting for you, boys. Let me know. Let me let me know what you need. I got you. Uh, 
no collusion, of course. <laughs> I was talking more so favors. Um, yeah. I would so, say this is this is the four we should all be looking at. This is <laughs> yeah. If you're, I think if this you're, is the most interesting you know, out of all. Anything of them. this week, it's got to be clown show through Chairman Mo. Uh, but this. I've definitely seen. I've definitely seen worse. My, I know we don't talk about other leagues here. My Arkansas league has uh, currently. Six teams at six and seven, all vying for the last two playoff spots. <laughs> if we had six teams at six and seven, get all these seven and six boys out of here. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking about that today. I was like, dang, like this is actually kind of an up year for the middle of the league. Um, we've been talking yeah. about tight end all year, even, even our bottom of the league. Usually, we, I mean, normally there's like two and 11 mm-hmm. is. Two wins better than normal. Oh, come but on. He, do- he, do- <laughs> he does have the least moves made. I will say. You have, to, you have to look at that and say, why has Declan only made 11 moves this year? Because I honestly, honestly, I think Declan's made like five trades. So has Declan only made like six free agency moves all year? Like He doesn't. Oh. He's like sixth in points against. Like he's not. Are we at a point where we are saying that Declan is disengaged? I don't think he's disengaged. I think he is having the adjustment right now that a lot of people had last year. I know I've seen this in multiple leagues. That first year with a job can really throw off, not necessarily your engagement, but your ability. Like I said, when I laid out the uh, unemployed line at the beginning of the year. Uh, That first year with a job can definitely lower the amount of moves and things like that that you're making. Not saying it happens to everybody, but it definitely does. And especially when you work a weird blue-collar schedule like Declan Jay does. He's not sitting in front of a computer all day. He's working with his hands. He's doing heavy lifting. Okay. He has, to, he has to work during the games. People, people forget that. I think that's. I think yeah. that's fair. Well, we'll spare Declan his uh, any, <laughs> any fire coming his way for this final segment because we already know where we he's got going. some fire. We got some fire going to a certain burner of, <laughs> of boats in Brookside. Of, of uh, boats in Brookside. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So, so we've known. We've. We've. I feel like in practice known for about eight weeks, but in uh, uh, the jour, we've known for about two weeks that Declan has been one of the teams in the SACO. So there are really, it's really, a, I think, a two-team race for this last one, but I, I will mention Tordy briefly because that... Frankie's got to, yeah. That, that, that reality is, 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 is somewhat on the board. Um, so we have uh, Tordy at six and seven, Frankie five and eight, Noswad five and eight. Uh, one of those teams will be in the toilet bowl uh, in two weeks from now. Um, Tordy has been, as he's, we said, on, on a three-game heater. He has mm. clawed his way out of the bottom of the league, and um, for him to not, for him to find his way in the toilet bowl, he would need to lose this week, and Frankie wins this week, and Noswad wins this week, and Noswad scores about 42 more points than Tord. So I think all things considered, 
Tordy's probably safe. I don't want to be jinxing mm-hmm. him. I want some good for you, Tordy. Um, but yeah, I think I think we can move past that. Let's talk about let's talk about your two fellow hogs, Cambo, Bill, <laughs> and Naswa. Now look, Bill has way more points scored than Naswa. Um, he actually has significantly more points scored than Tordy too. Where you, I think you can easily say for Frankie, you win and you're out. Um, so Naswa needs some real help right now. Um, <laughs> he needs uh, he, he's rooting for I, I believe we just said uh, uh, who's he going against this week? he's going against one of the top teams um, he's going against Tamke which is doable that is doable, doable. low floor Tamke Tom and oh. Will is playing Joe Russell Bill oh. he lost the battle of the Will so he's known as Bill is your tear if you're if you're Dawson, you just see it be like, how much can I pay you to drop to a we <laughs> and start we DJ Beathard? No, I I you know you know, I've been, you know Conrad. Some are saying that uh, Forty might you know sit all his players this week just to avoid getting a chug. <laughs> to avoid getting a chug. Oh yeah, that'd be very smart. <laughs> he would. He would. He. Uh, he would then be a Waffle House boy. Um, listen, that's why I'm, I'm happy Tordy's got some of the plate. Tordy, you got to win this week. You better win this week, or you're you're out. It's it's gonna be over for you. Um, the the both teams here have tougher matchups, I'd say. So I think from either perspective, if you're Frankie, you're like, oh, I might not be Joe, but Tamki will probably beat Noswad, and um, Noswad, I think maybe is thinking like. Maybe Tamki gets lost in the woods, um, and uh, you know Joe loses. Sorry, uh, Joe's able to beat Frankie. The number one team's able to beat one of the cellar dwellers. Um, I guess the better question to ask, because we'll just have to see how these games play out, is uh, who would you rather see do it? Who would you rather see do the Waffle House Challenge? Mm. There's something intrinsically funny about Declan having to be punished. Mm. For a third year in a row. There is something where I think like this one's it's so almost much like a it's, it's it's almost like, like a ret- it's a return on rewards where last year everybody was just like, Oh, Dishe, this sucks, two in a year. And I think if you would have asked everybody heading into the draft who was most likely to finish last in the league. Everybody would have said Declan, but not because they think he's a bad fantasy manager, just because that's how the turn tables. And my oh my, did the table turn that way this year? Uh, oh, however, so bad. I do think it would be nice for Declan to have somebody join him. And being a champion and a Sacco win. And that's the first time we could have that. And I definitely I definitely can see a world where if we're looking at the punishment between uh Noswad, Frankie, and Declan, Declan probably just has a yeah man, it's whatever it is attitude. Will kinda goes or Bill kinda goes quiet and just says Ugh. Yeah, this sucks. This was not my year, but we'll get him next year. 
that would eat Nazwad alive. Oh, we would be hearing about it for years. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think that's a fair take. I, I honestly, I, I feel like if you're if you're asking me honestly, Frankie is. For, on one hand, I think Frankie would be the best because he's got uh, he's got a lot of uh, Instagram followers, so I think that'd be pretty funny. But I, I could also see Frankie literally eating like twenty two pancakes in two hours and just being done with it. Um, so I think it'd be funny, but um, seeing the hungry dog munch on some pancakes, <laughs> little diche, um, get out of here with that! I, I I might stay the whole time with him. I have Waffle House. <laughs> Like that I'm was, definitely showing up. I'm to, definitely making a cameo. Are we, like, what are, are we, we talking about right now? We are guaranteed a Kansas City uh, Waffle House. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. And even even if Tordy, even if uh, Mr. Yeah. Chief Fit himself finds himself in there, we got to. Well, what I was saying though is based on how early the Sacco was played, whoever lost the league should definitely do it in Kansas City. Like Adam was. Back when, way back when Adam was like, I don't know, he was like two and four, and he was had a bunch of injured players. He was like, I gotta find a Waffle House in South Central LA. It's like, no, you don't. Just you do don't it. need to go to South Central Los Angeles. <laughs> Why would you Just, go to South Central? You don't. Well, that's where USC is. No, um, but you go to the Valley. You go to Waffle the Valley. In the Valley, go crazy. Waffle House is in the Valley. Um. Do we accept an IHOP or does it have to be Waffle House? Oh, we 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 do accept an IHOP. We've we've made we made that clear. I will say though, something that <laughs> has been discussed all year that we need to hammer home, especially now that we have uh, teams, uh, we have a uh, one particular candidate who does not have an Instagram. Um, I think we need an understanding for what the backup is to Instagram because Jack's little uh, Discord link proposal isn't doing the trick for me. So um, I, I'm going to be honest. I never thought of the punishment being like a social thing as much as just like a physical slash mental slash just humiliation. I knew that Tori uh, your opinion on that. I don't, I I don't, I don't know. Could. I think uh, we'll see. Does D show have a TikTok account? TikTok I feel like just make a TikTok. TikTok account. That's a good point, Cambo. Can you do TikTok live? I don't have the app. Yeah, you can do TikTok live. Don't you need to have like a certain amount of followers or something? Oh, yeah, I'm I sure. So. Not funny. Um, the other the, thing the, I could think of would other thing I could think of would be Twitch. We could Twitch. We could Twitch, and then we all post it on our Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I. This will hopefully. See, hopefully, this to watch Declan Shay. I'm liking the TikTok idea. I'd like to hear more about that. Well, and uh, league listeners, you've you've been with us for a for a longer episode tonight. But um, if you if you have any ideas for a good backup, because I will say Noswad was heated at the Friendsgiving Cambo at at your place. He was telling me that if he lost, um, he would deactivate his Instagram, which I think is poor sportsmanship. Um, but poor sportsmanship. I TikTok's going to be an issue. You need a thousand followers to stream on TikTok. So it's looking like it's Twitch or 
It's looking like it's Twitch. Everybody post the link or Instagram. You could, I mean, you could log them in to like your Instagram, Conrad. Be on someone's Instagram. That's that's true. Just we could just do. Instagram. We could just have like we, Anthony. We need as many mutuals as possible on that Instagram. That's all. Oh, I'll you're, say. Yeah, you're looking at. You're looking at probably me or Frankie having to stream it. True. True. Yeah. Um. Another thing is, who's paying for the waffles? <laughs> I think. All right. Do we show up and that, just we each claim like four waffles? I think that if it's Declan, we have to pay for his waffles. <laughs> because because it's that classic line of him saying, Riley got a sweatshirt and Riley got a present for his okay. punishment. We no. we paid for deck Declan got six tank sevens on me last or five tank sevens on me last year. For fair, I think the financial aspect to the punishment is the least important aspect to it. So, if yeah, it comes Dawson, down to it, but but Dawson or Frank, you both have to pay. <laughs> we can just I'm I'm sure that between twelve guys, like we can probably like make it like three dollars a pop and that'll be enough to pay for whoever's waffles it is i'll cover uh, tip i'll cover gonna, tip I'll, and make sure I'll they're right. tipped well oh, what i was saying is that you could potentially just go and tell the kitchen like hey i need these waffles really small <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna be i'm gonna be here for like around 20 hours today so just come and say hi <laughs> sit a spell we need we need a we need a hall monitor there for whoever does lose to make sure that they don't pull any funny business with the uh, with the with the kitchen. Um, all right, guys. I mean, you're gonna need somewhere with an outlet. <laughs> you. I'm, That's why I'm wondering we'll if get, I we'll have to. We'll get Declan an outlet. I feel, I feel in that. Like when do you start? Like, are you gonna be there at three in the morning? This sounds horrible. That's the whole point. This well, I think you got to. I our league in Arkansas did it this year. And we started at 10 a.m. Mm. for the start time so that other people could join them. Okay. Well, like also, we gotta, if we do Twitch, then we can save the recording. We can't save the recording with Instagram. I don't think so. Maybe you can save your lives. Maybe we can just have I think right now we've already lost Telford. We're probably on the verge of losing Frankie. His girlfriend's <laughs> probably messaging him on Teams. Uh, Noswad's out in the field right now. Maybe Jack will do some editing. Maybe Jack will do some editing. Um, well, okay. Telford, I'm not going to do editing. Telford, hi. I'm sorry. Episode, guys, whatever happens, it's been a very fun season. Um, I'm sure I'll have a lot more to say next week. Uh, whether I'm basking in the playoffs or I just miss it. Um, and, uh, you know, whatever happens, one of us will be there. So uh, best of luck to you gentlemen and to all of our listeners. Uh, have a great night. Thank you. I can't stop this feeling deep inside of me. Girl, you just don't realize what you do to me when you hold me in your arms so tight you let me know everything's all right